0: the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Looking for a mobile measurement partner or like the cool kids like to say, an MMP? Well, we've got you covered with our partner, airbridge.io. Experience an unparalleled accurate and unified view of your mobile marketing performance, even in today's dynamic landscape shaped by privacy changes. What's more, AirBridge has recently launched MMM Studio, setting a new standard as the only MMP offering a self-service marketing mix modeling solution. Say goodbye to guesswork and hello to data insights. Learn more by going to their website, airbridge.io. That once again is airbridge.io. Notix is an audience re-engagement service based on web and in-app push notifications that work for both desktop and mobile devices. With Notix, website app owners and marketers can share their content and interact with their audiences in a highly engaging channel while still having the opportunity to monetize both mobile and web subscribers. Learn more by visiting notix.co. That is N O T I X dot C O. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, fresh off a great Toronto workshop where I got to meet some amazing people, people in the App Masters community. So if you haven't gone out, because here's what I heard from Toronto people Hey guys, I don't know many app developers in Toronto. I'm like, Just come out. Like sometimes you just have to go out. And today I've got an amazing guest for you. He is the creator of the Miracle Morning app. We're going to talk all about onboarding, subscriptions, retention, all that jazz, and how he's been able to create a really sticky app. He's a guy that I got to meet in person at our SF workshop, and we hung out afterwards at MAU Vegas. So get out there, people. Hopefully we get to see each other in person. All right. Without further ado, let's bring in Josh Eidenberg. Whoops, wrong button, I didn't (laughs) What's happening, Josh? Hey, Steve, you got the right button. (laughs) Yeah, I got the right button. I pressed the wrong button. See, this is, there you go. The background is back. Welcome to the show, bro. Thanks so much for having me. Hi, Joe.
1: Hi, Patrick. Hi, Miguel. Hi, Yash. I remain.
0: <laughs> You're doing my job. Okay, you, you take over. All right, what do you, you ask me <laughs> questions.
1: <laughs> uh, well, here's the not. app.
0: Go check it out. It is based off of Hal Elrod's famous top-selling book, Miracle Morning. It is Miracle Morning right here to Josh. Hey, Josh, I'd actually, why don't you, maybe it's interesting to start before we get into the app itself, like your journey in creating this app too.
1: Yeah, so I read the book The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod uh, about six, six years ago. And um, I read the book and I actually didn't didn't do anything that the book said. <laughs> and then I met my fiance Brianna, found out that she was a co-author of The Miracle Morning and wrote a book with Hal Elrod. And it turns out she you know, she's like, you don't really have a morning routine, do you? And I guess, I guess not. So I then got back into it, reread the book, and realized, you know what? This book says a lot of things to do, and I find myself using a lot of different apps to um, to do the Miracle Morning. And then I was mm-hmm. like, one day I'm going to build the Miracle Morning app with Hal Elrod, and it's literally going to have all the apps that I use for my morning routine all in one app. And I I talked to Hal for for many years about this. And he's like, no, I don't want to build an app. It's expensive to build an app. And I'm like, I still kept pushing. And, yeah. and, uh, about, about two years ago from today, we, uh, we finally got the green light and, uh, decided to make the app to serve the community who has been demanding for, uh, an app to support them with
0: their morning routine. Share what you want to share, Josh, but I'm just going to keep poking. All right. What made Hal change his mind? Hmm. He had the, he had in his great question,
1: he had in his mind that it was going to cost. He was and he showed me he's like, Josh, these are all the proposals over the years that I've had to build apps. And, you know, $100,000, $150,000, $250,000, half a million dollars. And I'm like, okay, what if I told you? What if I told you I could build the app for a lot less than that? And we Hmm. We got to a we got to a, a price that that worked really well and I'm like not only will we be able to build build the app but the app will be profitable before the mm. app even comes out he's mm. like fine I'm, I'm in if if you think that you can do that and we can get the app at at a reasonable price to build in this amount of time which I think took about took us about six six months uh, he was in and sure enough we um we decided to launch the app as a $5 paid app. Now, I I must say, we already had a community that wanted the app. We have a a global community of people that wake up to their full potential and and meditate and exercise and and visualize the success of their day and read personal development books and become the best version of themselves in the morning. So um, I knew that when we told the community that we had an app, that we were going to be able to do a pre-order pre-sell the app and then when the app would launch we would we would be already profitable for our app on day one and we we forexed x'd our return
0: wow on pre pre-order. on, on pre-orders, pre-orders alone on pre-order, yeah so you had it as a
1: pre-order as a paid app as a as a four ninety nine app wow. like how many people
0: actually do this Steve <laughs> yeah that's amazing
1: yeah but funny we enough knew, we're
0: gonna look at an app that's paid later on but, but yeah. I knew
1: I knew that that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't the plan, right? The mm. plan wasn't to have a $5 app. The plan was to go into subscription. But I wanted to strategically keep the app lightweight, serve the community in a way initially, where we can then sell them something that they can that that could add value to their lives, that um, they can use. And then sure enough, we we launched it, we did the pre-order, we made some money, and we used that money to then build a subscription app that we then launched about, uh, 10 months later.
0: Love it, man. Hey, I want to get into some of this onboarding stuff unless there's anything else you want to talk um, about from the launch side of things. Um, no, I think, I think let's, let's move on. Yeah. I know one of the things that you were sharing with me was some of the things that you've been testing I don't want to lead you. I know Josh very well. (laughs) And so I hung out. So I want him to share everything rather than me kind of revealing things that maybe he didn't want to share. So talk to me about the onboarding. Like what are some of the things that you've been testing on the onboarding side of things?
1: Yeah. So it's, it's an interesting time because we're actually about to release Miracle Morning 3.0. Uh, we're going to, we're going to have beta ready next, next week. And then hopefully by third week of August, we'll be releasing a new version with, with a new onboarding. So, um, I can talk about I can talk about the overall idea of the onboarding if you think that would be helpful, like sure. like what we're looking to like what we're really looking to accomplish, and um and, and maybe it would be good if we if you go over if you if you start with the slides as I'm going through it, sure, if possible, start I'm, from. the beach. I might be
0: a little bit fast. Oh, forward. you're oh you're
1: in the you're in the app,
0: not slides. <laughs> yeah, again. I'm in the app already. So, yeah, I'm in the, I was in the slides. So, before.
1: it's with with us. It's interesting because we have people that are already customers of ours that have read the book. Yeah. And we have people that have are finding the app in the app store, hearing about it from a friend, have never read the book, have never watched the movie, don't necessarily know Hal's story and how the Miracle Morning came about and are downloading the app. So right from the onboarding, what we really wanted to know was who's read the book, who hasn't read the book, who's watched the movie, who hasn't, like we want to know who our, who our customer is. And we wanted to, we wanted to, um, even those that have read the book might not have ever seen Hal on a video before. So we really wanted them to be introduced to Hal in the onboarding. And we also wanted to use that as an opportunity to, to have a, a, a paywall opportunity for them to sign up for the seven day trial while he's speaking or after he's speaking in the onboarding. And, and we, we, also realized that we we wanted to create something that would get them back in the next day. I'm sure a lot of you um, you know, get people to download your apps and then they never come in ever again. And it was really important for me to align the Miracle Morning app with the Miracle Morning book. And in the book, it, it, it extends an invitation for you to do a, a Miracle Morning 30-day challenge, which prior to the app used to be a um, like you, or you, it, it actually still exists. You could print out a PDF that has like the tracker where you could literally take a pen or pencil and check it off. And there's a wheel of life exercise that you can do to evaluate your life. And we wanted to make it so you enter the 30 day challenge right away from the onboarding. So like you're committed to come back the next day. You're committed. There's something that you're committed to rather than like here's an app I downloaded. And maybe I'll use it some other time. Right.
0: Yeah. I love it. Sorry. Didn't know you were waiting for me to come back. I was doing some things. Yeah. I love it. What are you doing anything beyond? So, like, there's a challenge. I know Duolingo does this where they're like, hey, commit to your goals as a way to keep it sticky. Are you guys doing anything to ensure that people come back the next day too?
1: Well, so the latest version that we have right now, what we've done is a day. So you, you get into the app, you, you, you commit to the challenge. Mm -hmm. We make you swipe, swipe to commit. And the new version, we're actually doing something similar to what other apps have done in the past, where it's like, you're, you're pressing and holding while saying an affirmation. So Mm. you're affirming that you're going to be, you're going to do the miracle morning and you're committed to this challenge and you're committed to yourself. Um, through that process. So um, we have them do a day zero experience, which is a guided track that gets them super jacked up for doing the miracle morning the next day. And that's been working really well. It's like we get them to close their eyes. We get to, we get them to imagine what their life could be like if they decided to wake up a little extra early and pour love into themselves and take care of themselves in the morning before checking their phone, checking their emails, checking their texts. And, and that, that seems to be working really well. There's a lot of, there's a lot of things that we're still working on with the, with the onboarding with, you know, which, which, you know, we, we like to say Steve is like the number one, number one feature of the app, right? Yeah. You can, you could build all these bells and whistles and all these features, but the reality is, is if, if you can't get them, pa- you can't get them in the onboard, and you can't get them to a paywall, and you can't make any money, you don't have a business, Yeah. right? So, yeah. Um, it's it's um, it's super important to 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 build trust, to build psychological safety, to make sure that they turn notifications on. With an app like this, it's so important that they see our notifications. It's it's mm-hmm. one of those things that's like out of sight, out of mind, right? So, um, we're also working on, on widgets and we're also working on training users to take an app that's on their home screen that they know that is like a bad habit that they just like mindlessly keep tapping. Like, you know, when you open your phone, you just tap it and you check this thing. And it's like, you're like, it's like robotic. Yeah. What I want people to do, and I don't think I've shared this with you, what I want people to do with the miracle morning app coming soon, and we're going to teach them how to do this is Take an app that you know that shouldn't be on the home screen of your phone, mm-hmm. and rep- and and move it out and put the Miracle Morning in its place. And mm-hmm. now your brain, you know, if your brain's going to Instagram, your brain's going to Facebook or Discord or or your email, or your text. Now your brain is going to Miracle Morning app automatically. Yeah, and you played a trick on it. So yeah. those are kinds of things that we're we're thinking about as well, and like putting the app real estate. You know, it's like you want the app on the beachfront condo. You want the beachfront condo. The beachfront condo for the app is on the home screen, not in a drawer or not in your folder. (laughs) Or, you know, it's like if it's out of sight, it's out of mind. Right. So. Hey,
0: Josh, one of the things I wanted to talk about with you was I love your approach. Like on launch, you launch as paid. You're like, look, we're profitable now. We made our money back. Now let's go. That was just sort of like the test to make sure things were working properly. And then secondly, I've gotten this question. I've dealt with clients where the trial activi- activation rate during the onboarding is pretty solid, like 8%, 10%. Some guy left a YouTube comment. And he was like, I think it's like 10% trial activation, but he's got 10% trial that paid. And one of the things I've been thinking about for apps that have that problem it's a retention problem, right? I love what you did here. Now I know it's based off of Hal's stuff with savers, but it's also a checklist, like right, like you said, hey, join a challenge, which Duolingo yeah. has proven to us that like having challenges and you, me committing to a goal, even though you're tossing up to me, forces yeah. me to be like, okay, I'm in, because I said I'm in for the challenge. And secondly, yeah. you're taking them to a checklist, and who doesn't love just. Knocking off a checklist, you know what I mean. Who doesn't love right. this? And
1: we have we have like haptics and. Oh, look Kinkai. at that! It's like there's there's like this instant gratification of of completing something, especially first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like if you could have a micro win in the morning and create a habit of that, everything else starts to work out. Not just for our app, but for your whole day, right? For your whole life.
0: When did you decide? from going from being a completely paid app to moving to a subscription, when did you feel like it was the right time to do it? How did you guys decide it was the right time?
1: Yeah. Great, great question. So we, we released the four 99 app. We, you know, we saw it go like this, like from pre-order and then, you know, the month, the month when we were doing a lot of marketing and then we realized that it went down and like a $5 app, you, you can't really make a lot of money. in. And, and for us it wasn't for us money is really just about we use this money to make more impact to help more people we know that those that do the miracle morning the millions of people around the world that are doing it it really helps their life and people people have um you know created their their dream job have fixed their relationships have beat you know has beat cancer by using the miracle morning and it's it's lowered their anxiety. It helps with depression, and mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, there's so many benefits. You guys can read the reviews of the app. You could read the fifty thousand reviews of the of the um, of the book itself. Like it really changes lives, and that's really what we're we're super we're super focused on. Uh, we want we want to make impact, and when we realized that having a four ninety nine app was was really stopping us from getting a a lot of downloads like I think our conversion rate from the app store was about like a, like a 7%. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's like, and you got to pay to install the app. Right. Right. So we were realizing that all these people were coming to the to the app to, and they weren't willing to place the bet, the 499 bet before mm-hmm. they install it, because it's not a traditional thing. It's not a traditional behavior anymore of how people um, get apps. So we decided as soon as we decided that we were going to make a subscription, which we, which after like two or three months from release, we decided, Hey, let's, let's make a description, a subscription model. Here's the plan. When we did that, I think three and a half months after launch, we made the app free. We're like, let's build, let's build up downloads, downloads, downloads. So then you know, six, seven months later, when we release all those active users, uh, we will now have will now have a paywall. Mm. Right? So, and that that worked really well. I mean, right when we launched, when we launched the subscription, yeah, if we look at revenue cat. You just saw like this ginormous spike. Wow! Um, to this day, that was our best day. The day that we launched subscription was our best day. Um, the second best day that we had was actually two days ago.
0: Wow. Congratulations, man. Yeah. Two days ago. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Josh, how did you differentiate between those who bought the app initially to those who then now see a paywall versus, cause now you have three buckets, people who paid people who got it for free. And yeah. then now people who are forced, was, if you had it for free, it to was, maybe subscribe. I'm so
1: glad that you asked this. Cause this was like a really like internally we were like, all right. We didn't necessarily like. Sometimes you do things and you don't realize the unnecessary, like uh, yeah. unintended ripple effects right. of what happens when you do that. So what what worked out really well for us was four ninety nine. Four months later, we made it free. Okay, and then there were users that 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 messaged us like, "I can't believe you made this free when I paid four ninety nine for it." And we okay. would respond and be like thank you so much. Thank you so much for, for being a customer from you guys supporting the app at 499. We decided that we wanted to make it free for everyone to help more people. Mm. And they were like, Oh wow, that's, that's actually really nice. I'm glad that my 499 went to making it more free to helping more people. So we angled it that way. Great angle. And we got a, we got a good amount of good amount of messages about it. Like, you know, five dollars you know it's like you know that cup of coffee i had a year ago wasn't that good and it's like it should have been delicious but it wasn't so it's like <laughs> um but you know the 5.99 4.99 app is like you better give me better give me value man you better you better like give me my refund back because you now made it free so anyways and then enough time happened from that the app being free then it was like seven months in The de- so we We launched December 12th, 2021. We released the subscription a year later. Mm. So, enough time had lapsed. And this is the interesting part. So, the, the, um, hey, sorry, I was, I was getting a phone call. Am I back?
0: Yeah, you're back. Okay. You were here the whole time.
1: Oh, the, the screen just went away. So, okay. Um, the the interesting thing was, When we launched the app for a subscription, enough time passed. And um, the $4.99 that was paid Mm -hmm. was actually all the free features in our app. Okay. So the subscription wasn't any of the things that they paid $4.99 for. Got it. So it's like, yes, you paid $4.99 for this all of that stuff is free and will remain free. And we have this new, this, this, this premium subscription that has new stuff that you've never had access for. And we, we launched with like a hundred guided morning routine practices where you press play and their, their audio tracks or their video tracks that help you guide you through your morning practice. I love it. So there wasn't like, there wasn't a lot of, there wasn't a lot of pushback. Um, you know, if you were to ask me if I were to do it differently, I think I probably like if we had the money mm-hmm. and, and, I'm, and I'm just realizing this as I'm saying this live, like if we had enough money at the time to make the bigger investment in the subscription app, I probably would, like if I could have gone back in time, I think we would, we would be at more, we'd be more profitable and have generated more revenue and imp- Sure. If we would have just made the, the app from the subscription app from day one. Right. But at the same time, the way that we were able to make the app and the way I was able to get Hal to say yes was the way that we did it. Right. Yeah. So it worked.
0: Yeah. I love it. I mean, it's easy to look back, but you yeah. needed to be here anyways yeah. and to learn it. All right. Yeah. You did say hi to everybody, but I want to say hi to remain is here too. And then Keyshore, How's, how's the Josh. Hi, sir. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but John is here Josh as well.
1: Is doing great, Josh Kevin. Is doing
0: very good. Amir says, "What do you say uh, about phone cleaner apps? Should I work on it because it has very good retention rate?" What do you say, Josh?
1: Phone cleaner apps. I feel like I don't know. I used to be on Android a lot. I feel like the phone cleaner apps were a thing on Android. I don't know about the phone cleaner apps on iPhone. What do you What are you trying to clean? What do you need? What do you need to clean?
0: it's like usually like photos, duplicate photos, duplicate contacts, old videos that might be eating up. So it's just to free up some space uh, usually. As
1: far as like he's asking as far as like entering that market?
0: Yeah. Mhm.
1: Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of fish in that ocean. Yeah.
0: I would say Amir, if you want to do it, go for it. Just do a lot of keyword research. I mean, the market's already there. I've worked we work with some pretty big phone cleaner apps. And so like it's hard to compete with these guys. But at the same time, you better do extensive keyword research to really figure out what's going to... You don't have a baked-in audience, so you're going to have to figure out keyword research and what is that model. So if it's going to be paid marketing, what is that funnel, essentially? Is it ASO, paid marketing? You're going to have to figure well, that out. And what's the category
1: what's the differentiator? What's the, what's the category King? Like that's not to say maybe you're thinking of something to clean in the phone that hasn't been cleaned before and that people are searching for to what Steve said that, that you can, you can get some, some downloads without having to pay a lot of money for. So um, yeah, it's entirely possible.
0: Completely possible. I've seen some ridiculous apps that make money. So it depends on how big you want to go. But if you're just looking for, you know, an app that makes $1,000 a month on autopilot and let ASO drive the the category or the feature that you build. And like ChatGPT apps, Josh, I've been saying like build for the outcome or the feature as like AI writer, as an example. And that's how you name your app. Like, so there's a bunch of these, but like maybe going after duplicate phone photos, cleaner, delete duplicate photos, maybe starting with the photo delete, Versus just calling it photo or just calling it storage cleaner or phone cleaner. You're just never going to beat the big guys when you're trying to go for phone cleaner as an example.
1: And, and with this phone cleaner, my question would be is, is this phone cleaner for iPhone or Android or both?
0: Probably iPhone, but Amir, you tell me. <laughs> All right. And then Emery is here from Turkey. I believe that's the flag. What's up, Emery? Plus, his name is Emery. <laughs> Have you tested ASO with apps made using cross platforms like React Native versus apps created natively? John says, did you, "How did you guys create your app? Was it like React Native? Was it Native? React?" Yeah. Yeah. Okay, John, it doesn't it make matter. a difference. I don't think it, matters. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's completely different things. It's like yeah. it has nothing to do with anything. Cool. All right, Josh, let me talk to you a little bit more about like building that community within the app. And so I know you guys get a ton of shares on social media, given the popularity of the book and now the popularity of the app. How have you guys harnessed that community?
1: Yeah. So when the book, when the book came out, the book was asking for, for people to join the Facebook group. And the Facebook group now has grown to 350 thousand plus people in the community and this community has been used for for people to just simply support each other hey i'm struggling with this i'm struggling with my morning routine any any tips for reading any tips for for meditation any tips for um um yeah you can go to it right there at the facebook community
0: i don't know what's going to come up that's why i'm like reluctant oh. to tap on it i'll oh, okay, you yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah you'd have to join the group but We have a lot of people from, you know, in over a hundred countries. And, Mm. um, this is actually something that we've been like, I think what's, what's, what's really great about Miracle Morning is those that read the book, those that watch the movie. Now, those that are downloading the app, they become better versions of themselves. And when they come, Mm. become better versions of themselves and they, they grow and, 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 um, become less stressed, more motivated, more disciplined, your friends and your family start to either ask questions or notice like, yeah. How did you lose that weight? How did like, like how are you feeling so good? How did you get that job? How did you fix that thing? How did you, you know, how did the, how did, how did the doctor how did you lower your blood pressure? Whatever it is, people start to ask. And when they ask a lot of people in our community are like hashtag miracle morning. Mm. And, and, um, I think that's, that's what's been really great is that like one plus one all, often equals 10. And people just love to share. I mean, we have over 600,000 hashtags on Instagram and many hashtags on TikTok. And then we found out at MAU, Steve, at that dinner um, that in Korea, we have over 2 million Miracle Morning hashtags as well. Wow. And um, I want to make sure that I'm answering your question, though. But um, besides the
0: community, Josh, like, what are you are yeah. doing anything selfishly? It's just being like, Hey, connect with each other. Like leave a review. <laughs> like, I'm always of the selfish mindset. Great. I got a community. What do you do with that community? How do you leverage that community for even more growth?
1: Yeah. So what we've, what we've done in the past last year, which worked really well is we had online uh, zoom community gatherings where, <laughs> pal would speak for a little bit. We would do a miracle morning live. Uh, then we'd go into breakout rooms and we'd, we'd give people a question to journal about, um, as far as it could be about achieving their goals or something that they're acknowledging. Um, they're acknowledging that themselves for that they're doing right or what they're grateful for, or, um, like, even just like, why are you here in this community? Like, what does this community mean to you? Um, why is it important for you, your friends, your family, your, your city, your community, your country, the world, and getting people to connect with other like-minded people in the community that are reading the book, doing the Miracle Morning, to connect and then come back into the main Zoom room and then share. And everybody just feels like this deep psychological safety. They feel connected to each other. Um, Hal will then get interviewed. We'll do a QA, and a I can ask me anything. And... It's it's really fun to be able to see all these windows. We'll have like four or five hundred people on one of these one of these uh, ninety minute Zoom experiences from from fifty plus countries. It's really really amazing. People of all ages and um, backgrounds and everything.
0: Awesome. That's that's been really
1: that's been really really powerful, and we, we want to continue doing event. that. Uh, Is yeah. It a
0: free event. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's just the harness and just maintain that community aspect of it. It wasn't long. Yeah. And
1: and that segues the, into the like what, and that segues into like what Zach and I were actually talking about yesterday.
0: Mm.
1: We were like, we want to bring live experiences into the app now. We realize that there are a lot of things that we we talk about, that we practice, and and we realize that these community gatherings were so powerful and that we can use community to help us crowdsource. What to put in the app next? What to do next? We can use community um, to um, to come together and, and help us with this new book help us with this new book launch. We're releasing the Miracle Morning uh, Update and Expanded Edition in December. Um, and we can also be able to have community come and learn from other community members that have something to share. Um, in the wheel of life, so somebody that's an expert in finances, somebody that's an expert in contributions, somebody that's an expert in spirituality or relationships, um, or you know, business, and and being able to just selflessly add value to the community. And we've been debating if this is something that's that's free and paid, or if there's a hybrid. Maybe there's some that are free, and then there's some that are part of the subscription. But we really we're really excited about this because it's like we've been thinking about what is the future of a beta group look like? Yeah. And um, how fun would it be to get 200 people into a co-creative zoom call with breakout rooms and people getting to journal and share in breakouts about what they would love to see in the app and how the app, how the miracle morning has made an impact to their life, come back to the group and then be able to share with everyone and for everybody to use the chat with all their ideas. And then we co-create the future of the app together.
0: I love it. I love it. Okay. Emery's got a question too. Which platforms would you recommend for beginners for a Google play app?
1: So Steve, you could probably be better answer this question, but I will just, I think it's important for me to say we haven't done any ads yet. Zero ads. (laughs) Zero ads. So um, I was going to, and Steve, if you'd like, I can touch on why. Yeah, please. So, it's what we realize is we already have an existing community. We get we get thousands of downloads a month um, through our through our podcast, through our website, through people sharing the Miracle Morning. And what we realized was is like we can start off doing ads early on, but if you start doing ads early on without listening to what Steve Young says on his YouTube <laughs> channel about optimizing your onboarding and your conversion rate and and focusing on retention and, and sticky users, you're just wasting money. You might, mm. now if you don't have users and you need to use ads to get data and you're willing to lose the money, that's great. If your intention is, is just to learn what, what users are doing, um, that works for us. We're a little different because we don't have a download problem. We don't have a user problem we don't have a, it's not a hard we don't have a hard time getting a bunch of beta users what we want to do is we want to maximize our conversion rate and as steve as steve you know we've we've done a really good job with maximizing our our conversion rate in the onboarding and wanting to make sure that as many people as possible are coming back day 1 and that our day 30 retention is is really is 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 really healthy and because ultimately we want people to use the app. We don't we don't want to just build this app just to make money. It doesn't like there's other things I would be doing in my life if I knew people weren't using this app and we were just making money. I really I really know that this app can help a lot of people it does help a lot of people so it's really important that they don't just download it, that they don't just pay us and never use it, that they use it. And what we learned at MAU if you really want to be a sustainable business, it's all about retention. Yeah. It's all about sticky users. And we talked about this the other day, Steve. It's like the onboard. Once you figure out the onboarding and the conversion rate, and you've you've made some money, then retention stickiness. Like then, then you have more opportunity and space to be focusing on how do you introduce new features to create create sticky users to have them trust into paying you monthly or even, you know, we'll be approaching the, the one year uh, December 12th will be our one year anniversary to see how many people ended up retaining for, for annual. So wow. we're now focused on, on what does it look like to support users, show them that we are building more and more and more features that are based on what they've been requesting. So come year one, we now start to retain. We're hoping to retain 20, 30 percent annual subscribers. Um, some even that, do better, Josh. Some like even do better. Know, we I might be, even. You guys could even, probably do better than that. We might even. We might even do better. Um, I think Q4 will be the first time that we'll start um, running out. I feel like we'll be in a good place where we've really optimized our onboarding. Our conversion rates great. We've got our notifications working well. We got our email automation working well. Um, We got our day one retention where we want it to be. We got our data. So the other thing I learned at at Mix at um, at MAU was don't start ads necessarily until you understand your users. It's really important for you to understand what your users are doing. We happen to use Mixpanel. We hired a consultant because I realized that we were using Mixpanel and not. There's so many different ways that you could be using Mixpanel that I didn't know how to use. So I brought somebody on to help. And now we're making sure that every single event is tracked so we can be making decisions now based on data. It's so important to be able to make decisions based on data because we realized that, you know, I'll be like one o'clock in the morning and I'll message Zach and be like, hey, I got this idea. Let's do this. And we've been just making, making decisions based on what feels good, not necessarily what what they use based on what the user is doing in the app?
0: Yeah, I love it, Emery. Look, I'll answer your question quickly. What do you recommend for Google uh, Android apps? I say Google Google Ads. It's the easiest to set up. You don't need much integration. As long as you have Firebase to track all the installs, and frankly, Google can track your installs too because it's like Apple Search Ads. They all it's it's platform. I would start off with that. One idea be to because Google Play accumulates downloads and reviews globally unlike ios where it's country specific one idea might be just to focus on the lower cost per install type of countries get those downloads and those rankings up and then move to tier one countries because now you have a little bit of social proof so they come in primed and ready to hopefully convert for you but like josh said too you know i kind of look at this josh you know i'll talk to clients that have like you know, 70,000 downloads, but you know, you just break it down, right? Like downloads, obviously if you have registration account creation, you want that as a funnel. And then you just look at these numbers. And a lot of times just playing around with these numbers, not just not having more downloads, by the way, but playing around these numbers can get you to this. And this is what client we were.
1: And that's exactly what we've been achieving. We've literally just been playing with tiny experiments and onboarding and we just increased with the same amount of downloads just by changing price, Steve. And we, we talked yeah. about this at MAU. Just by changing the price just for iPhone US users, we increased our revenue for iPhone US by 30
0: like 35%. Wow. What do you mean? Did you increase the price or lower the price? What'd you do?
1: We increased the price and we increased our, our revenue by by like 33%. 30%. Yeah.
0: That is just that. From similar, that one, right? like-
1: just from that one move.
0: Right. Because you can just be like, look, I can put these numbers just the same. And then if we change this to if we can get more people to buy the yearly, which is what I can find with the thirty. And you'll
1: look you'll find this interesting that the we did an A B so our price for the app is fifty-nine ninety nine iPhone US. Mm -hmm. We did the same A B test for Android US. Yeah. And the fifty nine ninety nine didn't work. So our price for Android is actually thirty-nine ninety
0: nine. Oh wow. Like it because it,
1: it it just yeah. didn't it just didn't work. So, Android does not want to pay fifty nine ninety nine for the app. And and I'll also say that some of you guys might find this really interesting. Our iPhone conversion rate is twice as high as our Android conversion rate. Right. And our prices and our prices is, is increased by fifty percent.
0: That's for sure. <laughs> I love it. I love how you're differentiating the pricing too. Okay, yeah. Josh. I'm going to save a few other things, but let's get into the app audit section of the show. I didn't TI profit, but we like to start off every app audit with some dad jokes. But if you guys want us to take a look at your app in a future live stream, or just sit down with me one-on-one, go to appmasters.com slash audit, appmasters.com slash audit. All right, Josh, you are the guest, my friend. We'll play for dinner. All right. Probably at a, a U24 main. <laughs> you want to go first or you want to go first? You go first. Okay. All right, Josh. What do you call? Okay. Got it ready. What do you call a mouse that swears?
1: I don't know. A cursor. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> what do you got? Good. Um... Why did the boy get fired from his keyboard job factory job? Why?
0: Because he was not doing enough shifts. There you go. All right. But S, if you thought I won, and put J, if you thought Josh won. And then we will take a look at Michael's app. And, you know, I picked a good one because Josh, he has a paid app right now. And you and I have talked to Mary. Shout out to Mary as well, who has a paid app. And that helps you remember memes. So I'll let oh, you get it off. This. Michael's download. So bag out, bag out, bag out, bag app. keep track of your bug out inventory. I don't even know what bug out inventory is. Oh, I do. Is it for a disaster?
1: Yeah. It's like, you know, shit hits the fan and you want to, um, you, you need to leave your home. What's, what's the one bag that has everything. It's like a survival bag kit.
0: Oh, yeah. okay. I like that. I like that. And it's called bug out bag.
1: Yeah. Like I'm in, I'm in Houston right now, you know, with like the hurricanes that the, the natural disasters that have happened, like if your house is flooding, what is the one thing that you want to take?
0: So he does look, he does rank number five for that term. I'm, I'm just trying to see if there's any type of traffic from an ASO perspective. Hey, speaking of Mary, she's here. Hey Josh, darn we We're just talking about you, Mary. Any more jokes. I mean mine or vote. All right. So I'll start. In terms of downloads, look, Michael, I had no idea what it was, but maybe consider a TikTok video and leading to this and sending it here. You know, maybe consider jacking up the price because you're helping people, you know, avoid disaster and be ready for a disaster. So two dollars seems somewhat cheap to me, but I think personally, Josh, you let me know what you think. I just go free with some in-app purchases like maybe lock up a few things the inventory you maybe you have access to like two or three and then boom afterwards it's locked up
1: yeah so I was just doing a I was just doing a search I just searched on the app store bug out bag and yeah it looks like some weird some weird stuff is uh ch there's a there's like a bunch of games that are ahead of it like unblock plan identifier so. I think that the 199 price. I agree with you, Steve, is, is if the app was free, I think you'd you don't you'd probably be number one in search, uh, like very quickly because right. more people will download the app. I feel like what we learned from the Miracle Morning app, we only got seven percent of people to download the app that saw it, that were on the app page. Um, you'll, you know, ideally you'll have you know 50 percent. Um, you're the only. I think you're hey. Sorry, the dogs are eating each other. <laughs> hey, um, I think that the nobody else has an app called Bug Out Bag, and Bug Out Bag is the thing. And what I like to do is I like to go on Google Trends. Steve, have you ever been to Google Trends? Mm-hmm. And you can you can yeah. search Bug Out Bag and see how popular like the trend of Bug Out Bag is, and uh, as far as people searching it on Google, and that will tell you. There I am. That, that also helps me figure out is that is the name is the name really is the name good on.
0: Um, it's not bad. It's like twenty seven thousand. So this is where, like, I think it would be interesting. I agree with you, Josh. And I think what I would do is maybe even I have never tested this, Michael. So just FYI, but even running like AdWords, because there's, you know, according to my little plugins, there's about twenty seven thousand monthly searches for bug out. Bag And so obviously there are people searching for this type of thing, like maybe running an ad right here. That is an AdWords that takes people to either your website or just the app store to get them to potentially buy the app might be an interesting play. But honestly, I think you'll make a lot more. You could probably charge $10, $20 a year for this app by making it free, having a clear onboarding experience, getting those downloads and then convincing them to i'd
1: be curious as to like what the feature would be that people are continuously subscribing to i
0: um, mean it's like just the the amount of inventory you can add without like going to the app itself i think like lock it at like three you can add five things or whatever three to five things and then lock the rest
1: right hey what's that plugin you're using for google it's like google keyword, keyword surfer nice yeah yeah. Oh no! No, it's the one inside of that's also inside of like the twenty-seven yeah. one hundred. That's also a keyword server. Mm-hmm. Oh, amazing! Yep.
0: Cool. Yeah. So here you can see it's one seventy-eight cost per click for Google Ad campaign. Maybe try it out. That's why I would try it with a as a paid. Maybe even if you didn't want to do anything like subscription wise, make it four ninety-nine and see what happens. Because I have oh. a friend of mine used to run Facebook ads for a two-dollar app and was. Yeah. Running that profitably, and this was like 2010 time, but he was able to get work.
1: Can I offer? It's just a great video,
0: I'm just done. Yeah.
1: So, and um, we talked about this for the name skills app, right? It's like make it free, see what people are doing, right? Yep. Get users, understand your data. Like, are you even really in a position where you want that? You have enough data to have a subscription spend some time getting enough, like see what would happen if you just made it the app free and then, and then get some data and then make decisions and then listen to your users, survey them, talk to them, get on phone calls, you know, find ways to really figure out like how you can support them. And like, if, if, if they were to pay, what would they want? And then build based on what the users want. I mean, I I think there might be one or, There might be one other bug out bag app i haven't really done a whole lot of research but i would want to i would want to see you know how does the app do free before how does the app do free with a subscription
0: yeah completely agree and then you know like go around to these communities reddit facebook groups hey guys i'm michael harrison i built this app i'd love for you guys to check it out you know, I'm happy to give a promo code and make it free, give you guys free access to the app if you get stuff or just put it up there and see what happens. Hey guys, I built this app. You know, it's only a $2 investment. I'd love for you guys to check it out. Here's my background, blah, 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 blah. You're going to have to do some things like that. I just think like I've had friends who've started out with paid apps, making good money, switched to free within-app purchases, made even more money, then switched to different, like a subscription model, then made even more money. So like the playbook's already there. You don't have to like recreate the real Michael. Oh, so, you no, know, it's easy just as a paid because you don't have to about what's free features versus paid, but eventually you might want to in that. But like Josh, Josh said, like make it free see how many downloads you drive as a free app. And then plug in those numbers. Like I just did downloads, conversions, all that stuff. you will be fine. Okay. Anything else you want to cover here?
1: Um, I mean, I can see why the decision was made to be, paid app because the thinking could have been like hey this is the app and this is what it does it, like the functionality of it could be so like minimal that's like i build it and then you forget it right it's like this is the value that people actually want from this and there's not really a whole lot more you really want to do with it so that's when you kind of think all right it should be a paid app but i think yep. what, what steve said to to go back it's like make it free find the one thing that let them let them start making the list and doing the things, and then you can charge them a dollar ninety nine one time fee. Um, but here it like is That's like an in app purchase,
0: right? You're like, what would the features be be the the guy said good, but very basic. I only could do one bag. What if I want a bag for my home, my car, my wife's car, I'm able to enter uh, quantity. These are people who are like, are like legit. I have no idea. Obviously I'm going to die during a disaster because I have no bag, but these are yeah. people who have like multiple bags. So there you go, Michael, like this, oh, yeah. I can easily see this working as a subscription app. And yeah. I love it because it's, it's so niche that there's high intent. And when there's high intent, there's high conversions. Like it's, you know well, what I mean? So, and high fear.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like, like anyone that has a bug out bag is pretty bugged out about what, what could happen. Could happen. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> Zombies. And, Love well, just,
1: just, yeah, I mean, just, just anything. And I like the idea of having like multiple bags. It right, could be a community. Uh,
0: get into round one jokes because we are all at our more. Jay says, S. Mary jumped in, listen to the jokes. Give me I got round one. We got round two going on, Josh. Do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? I'll go. Okay.
1: Why were the horses struggling to use the internet? Why? Because they were not able to find any stable connections.
0: <laughs> I like it. Stable connections. Josh, while driving to work, robbers jumped into my car and stole everything. They were pirates of the car I be in there you go <laughs> all right but s if you'd like mine and for j if you like josh and we're gonna play for dinner later on all right and we have the next app jake he was actually a guest of ours so this is how long of a wait we have <laughs> it's like jake was like oh i'm gonna fill out this form have steve look at my app and he became a guest of the the live stream and now we're taking a look at his app so apologies jake for taking so long to get through this uh what does jake say let me see App store optimization. Okay. So I know a little bit about this app. Josh, you got anything from just like visuals or anything from an ASO standpoint that you want to hit on? Gen Z health and fitness, motivation, workouts, goals.
1: I, my first reaction is just like, I don't, it looks like a lot of apps I've seen. Yeah. In a, in a, in a way I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what is it about that makes it Gen Z. Um, I think that the screenshots are wonderful. Like they're, you know, they, they're very nice. Um, number one health and fitness app for Gen Z with 296 ratings. Interesting.
0: <laughs> I think they're popular in US and Australia. So that was Australia. Like, like, so like they got a little bit the, more.
1: The 400 K, the 400 K downloads to the, um to the ratings. Like usually when I look at an app store listing, I look at, all right, you could basically, you and I can tell how many downloads you have based on, if you're based on how many ratings you have, assuming you're, you're doing a great job in getting ratings. Yeah. So like, I, I is there anything specific that we want to?
0: No, I, I mean, I know a little bit about Jake he, okay. you know, he does a lot of TikTok and he's been able to perform there. So this is what I would say, Jake, like if there's nobody searching for like Gen Z workouts, Right. Like, but if there is a popular workout within your platform that people are going towards and that you're like, hey, all these Gen Z's love a plank challenge. As an example, that's probably what I would lean in on that type of feature versus like just being Gen Z health and fitness motivation, goals and progress. Like, obviously, this is just a horrible from an ASO standpoint, horrible from a branding perspective. Great. Right, that's what you guys want to do. But from an ASO perspective, you're not having, you're not going to rank for motivation. You're not going to rank for goals. You're not going to rank for progress. So I would try to find a keyword that, whether it's weight tracker, you know, workout calendar, whether it's uh, this too low of a search volume. So you see Gen Z, 15. So either you're going to be reliant on that TikTok ad that you graciously shared with us in a past live stream, or Lean in on a feature, whether it's workout for women, planks, push ups, those all have good volume. Those might be the ones that I go in on. And then, you know, if you don't want, if you want to keep your branding here, just the US App Store indexes, uses like 10, nine other localizations. So in the Spanish Mexico, have plank challenge, have push up challenge, or whatever it is. I mean, kind of move, step in. But like health and fitness is probably not a great keyword to go after. Even here, he's utilizing Spanish Mexico, but it's not really optimal the way you've done it. Okay, so I'll lean there. Okay, Oh, man, round anything. I think that's that's enough for me. Uh, but this Jake is a great look. You don't always need ASO. Like if you figure out a funnel that works on TikTok all the way to the app store, all the way to subscriptions, great. Don't even worry about ASO. Calm. Don't they don't worry about ASO. You know, I talked to this is years ago, but this is like the director of marketing for Calm. They don't even think about it. They just have the right keywords and they go because it's all about a funnel, and ASO is just part of the top of the funnel. It could be TikTok ads, Facebook ads, having a community, whatever it is. People have started apps with Reddit communities, with Facebook communities, with ASO, with TikTok ads. So like. Anything and everything is possible. Just really work out the funnel. All right, cool. All right, Josh. Well, you wanna hopefully you have another joke because you won that second round. Uh JJ. Tied tied. And then Jay gave you the win. It was three to two, my friend. And then Josh, I would like to what do you think, Steve, about apps for Apple VR Glass? What do you think, Josh?
1: We already uh designed an interface. For the nice. Mirror Morning app in Apple Vision. Nice. And we are looking into um what that can look like. And we I was just talking to Zach. We want to get our hands on one and start playing around. Uh, you know, anything that Apple launches, guys, is typically the future, right? Yeah. They they haven't um fallen short with the watch or the phone, or you know, it's like they've waited many, many, many years to release a um a VR headset when everyone else has. You know, Google Glass many, many years ago. Face Meta's done it. Oculus, you know, it's like um, everyone's already done it. And Apple's just sitting back. Just being like, thank you guys for showing us what to do and what not to do. And this thing's going to be extraordinary. We don't want to get scared by the 3000 price. It's probably not going to be 3000 They just want to get the developers to start making software for it. And and, um, this is going to be the next big thing and if you have an idea and you have a vision no pun intended for it um start start thinking about what that could look like get your hands on one and and, and start building you know as as we've steven steve i'm sure you've met many people um that were the first thousand apps in the app store that did very very well just by being the first ones simply just by being the first ones by having something new and exciting so yeah
0: Here's what I would say. I have a pessimistic view versus Josh. Look, the iPhone has definitely revolutionized everything. And this is what we've seen with other clients too. Like even the iPad, for example, or the Apple Watch. I just don't think the reach is going to be as big as an iPhone. Obviously, if you're going to build for it, go ahead and do it. But I, you know, there's a VR client that we've been talking to back and forth. And I'm just like, it's just so hard. For me to put on that VR handset where we just go everywhere with this bad boy, with this phone. So I don't think the reach is going to be big. I think what I would start thinking about Nurex is what we've seen with other clients is, I I just talked to one yesterday. I was like, look, look at your sales from iPad. Your sales is two to one from downloads. iPhone to iPad, sales are two to one. So it's half. iPad sales are half. But you want to know the download difference between iPhone and iPad? It's five to one. So, you're getting 20% of the downloads, but it's almost like half of the revenues because yeah. the conversions are higher. So, for these VR, like this is where premium products they're willing to pay, paying $3,000. So, if you're going to think around that realm, I think that the higher conversions are probably going to be on the more expensive things. And so, like, you can build a premium, premium product on Apple Vision. But I just don't think the reach is going to be like the phone, obviously.
1: It really. I mean, it really depends on like, are you building something specifically for Apple Vision, sure. right? Because it's not necessarily an or. It can be an ant. Like, if it's not something specific, it could be build the app first, validate that, and add Apple Apple, Apple, Apple Vision yep. experience. Or, or maybe it's just for Apple Vision. Your your vision is 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 not for an app. It's for the future. Yep. Then. I would say focus on that, right?
0: So Romain Greece, I think Apple Vision Pro is going to be big opportunities there. Start early. Hey, if it's big, if it's going to be big, you better start early. You know, the early days of the app store, people who got in early. They want to. Totally. Right, Nurex says, fitness apps have good niches or photo video editor is more niches. Nurex, there's great niches everywhere. You just have to do a lot of work. You know, Romain and I have been talking. And we think we found the right niche for his app. I won't say who, what what we talked about, but yeah, like there's niches everywhere. So like photo and video, I've got some keywords in my mind of that, that I can go after even fitness apps. It's just a lot of extensive keyword research that you can do. All right, Josh, you got the last round to pick a winner? One more? Yeah. Okay. Man, they like the cursor joke. Okay. Let me find one. Do you want to go or you want me to go? Where's my joke? You can go. <laughs> okay. Damn it. Uh, Oh, no, that was not it. Okay, I'll I'll find one of the later ones that I have. All I do is just take change. Okay, all right. I'll end with this, Josh. Uh, A risque one, you might say. I recently joined a nudist colony. The first few days were the hardest. Okay. (laughs) What do you got, Josh?
1: (laughs) Um what happens when a hard drive gets into a fight
0: what it asks for a backup <laughs> all right but s if you thought my joke is better for jay it's a, there's a lot in line all right look once again it is the miracle morning app go check it out there is a special link josh i think we we have a link in the youtube description if you guys click on that you guys can get access are we giving anything away or i forget what it was
1: For for now, download the app. On the download the app. Okay. Next time that we, I'd love to do another call when we when we get to year one retention, talk about what that looks like, and we can we have something special for them.
0: I love it. Yeah, go check it out. The Miracle Morning app. It is linked up into the podcast and YouTube description, or just search for Miracle Morning on your favorite app store, and you will find it. Really great app there, and. Josh, if the audience wants to connect with you in any other way, do you want to send anywhere
1: else? I was just going to say, if anybody has any questions for me, you can find me on uh, Josh Eidenberg on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And you could also find me at futureproof.cool. That's my website, futureproof.cool. And um, yeah, I'm I'm available. So reach out. There it
0: is, futureproof.cool. I'll link that into the YouTube description. But Josh's LinkedIn is also linked up everywhere that you Basically. consume content.
1: Yeah. I'm always looking, I'm always looking to collaborate. Uh, Steve, Steve's got an amazing Slack community and I was just talking Excellent. to, to Zach. I'm like, it would be great if we had more people communicating and, and bringing more people in. So I would love to extend the invitation. I love the, I love the community. I think, you know, if you guys aren't already in it, reach out to Steve and talk about what that could look like.
0: Yeah. That's Awesome. Nurk says, Steve, we will work on my project together soon, bro. Really wait to start. All right, man. Uh, i look looking at you guys. I understand how my knowledge of my apps is so far. And then you won. So I owe you. Jay. What do I get? Romaine. You get dinner. Dinner's on me.
1: Okay. You're going right, to come eat. to Florida or Mike?
0: where Next are we going to see each other? We're, we'll, we'll figure that out.
1: We could do Zoom dinner where we Uber eats the same food. <laughs>
0: <That's> a, <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. Sounds horrible. <laughs> I want to be immersed with you <laughs> each okay. time watching your stream against something new. Thanks, guys. Thank you Nurex for joining. All right, guys, next week, we're going to talk all about Reddit marketing, how you can get your first 1000 downloads on Reddit. So for you, Michael, that might be you for the bug out bag app. Look, we're going to talk about Reddit, all the marketing, go check out the miracle morning, go connect with Josh. He's a really, really cool dude. Josh, thank you so much oh, for so coming welcome. into my life and being such a, a light in my life as well.
1: Thank you so much for sharing every. You know what's what's going on in the app world. It's ever so changing, and you know I really wanted to acknowledge you for for being such a, a leader and and really providing so much insight and value into into what we put into to the Miracle Morning, so we can help impact more people. If you guys haven't, I've literally watched every single one of your videos on YouTube, and I'm always learning something. And Thanks, Steve selflessly adds value, and I encourage you guys all to to. To scope through his his podcasts and his um his YouTube channel, it's got so much
0: good stuff in there. I love it. Well, that was the right ending. That was the right answer. Thank you, Josh. I really and fully uh, your words. All right, guys, have a good weekend. talk to you next day. Next. Tired of overpaying for app store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.